So begins our journey with uh, Daniel and um, invite the children for children in worship uh, through, these, uh, through these doors. And as uh, they are uh, leaving, I invite you uh, to Daniel chapter 1, starting on page 717 in your pew Bible, or you can follow along on the screen, and we'll read a portion of what you've just had um, enacted before you with a little bit of liberty here or there um, from our uh, um, presentation. But what um, we see with much fun and flair is a world in which Daniel and his friends had the bottom fall out. In everything that they entrusted themselves to on earth was gone. Their homes were destroyed. The, the temple, their churches were destroyed. Israel, their nation was destroyed. Anything and everything that gave them any sense of comfort or power that was around them, it was gone. And they had no voice and no vote. They were totally at the beck and call of their captors. And yet, what we saw a piece of here and we'll see throughout is that eventually Daniel and friends succeed. They remain faithful to God and even end up the best and the brightest. Daniel even with special position next to the king, as we saw. Now, as we learn from them, we're not promised that we get to be the best and the brightest and that we get to be the one next to the king. We, We might even lose our heads. But from learning from Daniel and friends, we will see how to remain faithful and true to God even when the bottom falls out and nothing is as it once was. Let's pray together. Gracious God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word enacted, for your word heard, and may we continue to hear from you and live out your truth. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Daniel chapter 1, starting with verse 8. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the royal rations of food and wine. So he asked the palace master to allow him not to defile himself. Now God allowed Daniel to receive favor and compassion from the palace master. The palace master said to Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king. He has appointed your food and your drink. If he should see you in poorer condition than the other young men of your own age, you would endanger my head with the king. Then Daniel asked the guard whom the palace master had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. You can then compare our appearance with the appearance of the young men who eat the royal rations and deal with your servants according to what you observe. So he agreed to this proposal and tested them for ten days. 
At the end of the ten days, it was observed that they appeared better and fatter than all the young men who'd been eating the royal rations. So the guard continued to withdraw their royal rations and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and skill in every aspect of literature and wisdom. Daniel also had insight into all visions and dreams. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, I, I want to highlight from this passage just three things that, that, that I noticed and that the, the, the team that was planning this, that we, we noticed as we were reading through this uh, a couple months ago. First thing to notice with, with Daniel and his buddies, the first thing to notice is they weren't crybabies. Yeah, they did not get lost in moaning and groaning about the things they couldn't change. Now, I, there's a certain play. I don't mean to belittle the, the grief that you would feel when the bottom falls out at such loss that they had to endure. But they chose to not stay there. They didn't cry and complain about things they couldn't change. Their faith and trust in God was foundational in their life, even when the bottom fell out and nothing was as it seemed. If at some times in their life they, they had felt like, felt entitled to certain things that God was going to, to, had promised them certain benefits in life, all of those expectations were released. They were gone because everything had been pulled out from under them. And they focused their attention on the foundational truth of God's provision for them. And God's care for them. They had no fear or didn't act on the fear that God had deserted them. In the midst of such total destruction. They lived out that, that call in, in the midst of such destruction. Not to curse the darkness. But to work together to light a match. We can be so filled with a, a righteous indignation about not getting our way. Or we can direct our attention to following God even when the bottom falls out. They did not complain about their circumstances that they couldn't change, but sought to live for God even in the midst of such destruction. Secondly, they didn't do it alone. It was absolutely crucial that there were four of them there. It was, it was necessary for them when the bottom falls out for you, in, in whatever way it might be, whatever loss, whatever pain, whatever disappointment, whatever struggle, when, when everything else seems lost, do not isolate yourself. It's a natural tendency to isolate yourself alone in the midst of such loss and pain, but they didn't. And that's very wise. It's absolutely necessary that we gather in the midst of such times of destruction and loss with those who have a like mind to follow God even when the bottom falls out. We need one another. 
I was, as I thought about Daniel, it came to, to, to mind that about the story of Nelson Mandela. You know, him from South Africa. And, and how some of his story parallels Daniel. Actually, it was 50 years ago today that Nelson Mandela was charged with sabotage and treason and sentenced to prison. And Mandela, who was fighting against the unjust um, system of apartheid, was imprisoned for 27 years. Pretty serious loss. Separated from family and children. Was given the privilege of a one minute visit every 12 months. And could write and receive two letters every 12 months. It was called with other prisoners to do meaningless, purposeless work. You know, the kind of thing where you'd all get together, dig a big, huge hole, and pile up all the dirt. And then your next assignment was to take all the dirt and fill the hole back up. All, all organized by his captors in order to break him in the midst of such destruction when the bottom falls out. But after his release, as you know, he became president of South Africa. And one of his statements about his time in prison was that the, the grand mistake of his captors was that he let the, they let the prisoners work together. And as they were working together, they were able to interact with one another. They were able to encourage one another, to hold one another up. He said he would have been broken if he'd been isolated. But the fact that he had fellow prisoners to work with, even in meaningless work, is what kept him alive in such a time of destruction. When we find ourselves in such a period of, of loss and destruction, don't isolate ourselves, but find a, a group of co-workers. Find a group of co-followers of Jesus to encourage, help, and support one another. It's absolutely necessary. And then finally, they made it a point to keep some of their holy habits. You know, I've, I've wondered with, with Daniel, I mean, you, you know, the, things that, the different things that happened um, to him. You know, and, and with, with the, all four of them, that their names were changed. Why didn't they protest that? Because their names were to a false gods. But they didn't protest that. Why, why didn't they protest that they were now going to have to go to school at Babylonian high school? They protest to have their own little private charter school. But, but they didn't protest that. But what they did protest was the food. And as we were talking about that and discussing that, what, what came to us as we were playing this was that the, the reason for that is that there came a point where they needed a, a holy habit to share together, to distinguish themselves from the others, to maintain their attention on the, the gift of Yahweh. And the, the fact that Yahweh, their God, would be the one that would sustain them. The one true God. Not Marduk, not Baal, not any of the, the other gods. Not even the one that likes Chipotle. Yeah, so they needed that holy habit that would be there three times a day. It was tied to their natural appetites. So that it wouldn't be forgotten. And it was one, a way to set themselves apart. To focus upon Yahweh together. And to be reminded that... Their provision 
was from Yahweh and nowhere else. It's absolutely crucial when the bottom falls out that that we keep those holy habits. It's absolutely crucial in the time of destruction, whatever we, we lose, whatever it might be, that we keep those holy habits that maintain our essential connection to our Creator, to our Sustainer, to our Redeemer. There comes a time when we do have to stand up and say no. Say no to the schedules. Say no to the job. Say no even to friends. Say no even to family. So that we keep those holy habits of connecting with our Creator. Especially when the bottom falls out. And it means standing up. Saying no to all the other pulls and tugs upon our time and our energy. So even, even friends, if you're in the midst of it, or if it's ahead of us, when the bottom falls out, in the midst of loss and destruction, that I imagine very few of us have ever experienced like Daniel and friends. Even in the midst of that, there is good news. There's good news of how walking through that in the hands of our God that we can learn from those that have gone before us. Let us not, in the midst of loss and destruction, whether if it's grand or small, that we not focus our attention on complaining and whining about things we can't change. But we focus our attention on walking with our God. Let us not, whether it's grand or small, loss and destruction, let us not isolate ourselves from those who love us and those who are seeking to walk with the same God. But let us pursue those relationships with those who will encourage, support, challenge us in this journey of being faithful for God. When the bottom falls out, whether grand or small, let's not forget the holy habits that connect us to our provider, to our sustainer, to our redeemer, to the one true God. Amen.